Thanks for tuning into Americana Music Profiles. The next episode starts right now. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Caleb Bailey's great-grandparents were recording artists back in the 40s and 50s, so it was a natural path for him to pursue a music career. As an adult, Caleb spent several years with his band Allegheny Blue before taking a little break from music. Encouraged by a songwriter friend to return and record his own music, he released his debut project, Poplar and Pine, that much to his surprise, produced the number one hit. Caleb joins me on this edition of Americana Music Profiles to talk about his musical career and where that future leads. Hi, Caleb. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Greg. Thanks for having me. Yep. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us today. It's good to uh, connect, and um, uh, it's kind of fun to talk to a neighbor. I'm usually talking to people all across the world, and uh, you and I are 20, 30 minutes apart today, so that makes it kind of cool. Absolutely. Yeah, I love Shenandoah Valley. Oh, man, me nice too. To, to bring a little music from here to everywhere else, too. So. Yeah, right. So how did this get started for you? How did you, uh, what influenced you? How did you begin your music career? Well, um, my, my great-grandparents were recording artists back in the 40s and 50s, not, so music was heavily influenced in my family, yeah. family reunions and things like that, and my my great uncle on my mother's side, that was on my father's side, and my great uncle on my mother's side played uh, in Nashville for Eddie Rabbit and Tom T. Hall, played oh, cool. the okay. guitar for those guys. So yeah. uh, I've got strong musical influences really on both sides of my family tree. And uh, like I said, I played at church and sing when I, when I was growing up. So um, just always had music around my family. Uh, we we get together at Christmas and have jams and, you know, just kind of was always there. uh I started playing when I was about 16, okay. um, and found, I found I could, I could write. Uh, that's, you know, what I consider myself first and foremost as a songwriter. Yeah, okay. And I found I could write uh, kind of early on, you know. Uh, I think I wrote my, my first, like, I understood that I wrote my first song, but I never put it on paper. I was just singing yeah. to my brother, and I told him, I said, we can sing this at church coming up. And he's like, did mom teach you that? And I was like, no. He's huh. like, well, how'd, how'd you find this song? And I was like, I made it up. He's like, well, that's stupid. We're not going to sing that. <laughs> so I didn't sing it. But oh, that man. was the first time I realized that I could actually write songs. You know? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, it just kind of grew from there. And uh, this opportunity with the album that I have now, um, Poplar and Pine, it kind of blossomed from a friendship I have with Gavin Largent, the uh, world-renowned rezo player that yeah. uh, he now plays banjo for Daly and Vincent and right. uh, plays plays Dobro for, um, oh shoot, I was going to draw a blank, uh, Tim O'Brien band. Okay, yeah. And he was sure. just at, at, at Red Wing Roots uh, with Tim O'Brien. Yeah. And, um, so he's, you know, he's largely uh, gaining some ground as one of the best Dobro players in the business, and he's a friend of mine, so I called him up and pitched him a couple songs I've been writing, because I had a band before, and, you know, kind of getting back into music a little bit, and um, he said that uh, he wanted to record one of them. So Poplar and Pine, the debut, the album title. So I was like, well, man, as I was on cloud nine. Somebody that was, you know, in the business, a pro, was was liking what I was writing. Yeah. So uh, he called me back about three weeks later and said, man, I've, COVID was hitting about this time. He said, man, I've really been thinking about your stuff. 
he said, why don't you record these songs yourself? He's like, I can put session guys behind you. He said, we'll put a studio band in play. Uh, and he said, I think when people see who's on your album, they'll stop to listen to your music. He said, that's the difference in, you know, I had a regional band here for a few years around the Shenandoah Valley, Allegheny Blue. And right, we I had remember, had some, yeah. some success. Uh, you know, we had kind of started to play up and down the coast a little bit. And, you know, we're starting to branch out. But uh, we just never could really gain a lot of ground nationally. And um, we, with this, you know, this opportunity, he said, man, I think people on the national level will pause and listen. He said, if we can get them to listen, he said, I think your songs could could really have a chance to do something. Wow, wow. that's cool. <laughs> so had a, I had a baby on the way, and uh, I talked to the girlfriend and said, hey, you know, this is a chance I, I'll probably never get again, you know, so let's let's try it. And so we did, and the, kind of the, the rest is history. I've had a, a single uh, hit number one on the Grassicana chart, and uh, they've been getting some good airplay, and and kind of leads me to here i'm talking to you <laughs> yeah wow that's that's a uh that's an interesting journey to say the least <laughs> from absolutely uh, it's been a whirlwind yeah i'm sure were you did you have uh something else you were doing you know the stereotypical day job are you still doing that are are you shifting gears and yeah, trying to um, run this full-time well, man, I mean, it's kind of crazy. I'm a professional fireman by trade. Okay. So uh, during the day, uh, I work for Rockingham County Fire. I'm a, I'm a fire captain. Okay. So yeah. during the day, I've been doing that. And then uh, I own my own asphalt sealing and striping business on the side. So I was doing the sealing and striping. And, and I just kind of got back into music. I kind of quit playing for a little while. And, uh, you know, I, I went through a divorce. And I was like, you know, when you do that, music just kind of hits you, you know. Yeah. It's just, uh, yep. just a way to funnel all those emotions so sure. i started writing and playing really heavily you know early 2019 and and that's what kind of sparked all this interest back into music and i had to knock a lot of rust off i kind of put my guitar down for a little while and you know just life kind of happens and i said well i found that side of myself again and kind of did you know you're doing the soul searching going through mm-hmm. all those mm-hmm. big time life decisions i mean anybody can relate to how those things go um when I was doing that, you know, these opportunities just kind of came about. So now I'm looking at, um, you know, the, the possibility of playing more. I've put a band together now, so uh, still looking for a couple pieces to that. But we've been practicing and putting things back together to try to book and play some, yeah, play some hard shows in 2022. So um, it's it's been coming together, and like I said, I released the singles in hopes that you know I could get some chart action and get some national airplay. It's in Grim Reaper, well, all my songs have gotten some international airplay. I've been played in Australia and Ireland and downloaded in France, Germany, Spain, the Netherlands, Austria. So, wow, I mean, that's cool. It's kind of cool to be able to see, you know, your music go around the world. It's it's really crazy. Right, yeah. Um, and all, the, the songs kind of started yeah, like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, the songs for this record, are these songs that you predominantly have written recently or some of these older were you writing when you were when you had your time off and weren't playing actually uh no well when i was with allegheny blue uh i wrote or co-wrote uh daniel howdy show in that group we co-wrote a lot together and all the like i think it was nine out of the first 12 on the first album i either wrote or co-wrote on with allegheny blue and when i went to the studio the second time i think it was uh 10 out of 12 were wrote or co-wrote by myself uh-huh. and uh 
so this time around, I kind of down. That's just, that's another thing that had happened is that you know there was no no writing going on in the meantime. So, right. Um, I I've written a song. I think the there's one on this album that I actually wrote before in about 2007. Uh-huh. That's probably the oldest song on this CD. Okay. Uh, but everything else is very recent. It's been within the last two years. I started listening to a lot more modern bluegrass, like what's, what's kind of hitting right now, and tried to, you know, put an ear to what... I used to write in a real, real traditional vein. Uh-huh. Like, a lot of my stuff, you know, came from a, a rootsy, you know, the uh, southwest Virginia origin to bluegrass sound. Like, you know, those types of roots. And then, now I've been just listening to a lot of modern stuff and just... Not trying to change, but evolve, you know, just mm-hmm, try to bring mm-hmm. a little bit of uh, what's hidden today. Like, I feel like I could write in this style, so I started challenging myself to change my writing a little bit and, and find some things. And, um, yeah, these songs have all kind of been within the last two years. Do you have a format or a process that you you have a, a place that you go? What is? It seems like every songwriter has something kind of unique that uh, kind of fuels the fire when they're ready to start writing? Yeah, I mean, uh, I know I have a friend, Rick Lang. Uh, we co-wrote a song together a few weeks ago, and uh, he, he has a certain room he goes to, and I'm kind of different when it comes to that. Uh, inspiration kind of hits me a little bit anywhere. Uh, my newest single will be out on Friday, United Flight 93. I actually wrote that while I was working at the fire department. Oh, yeah. And it was just okay. in my head all day long. and. Yeah. uh you know, I just kind of kept that there and was just toying with lyrics and, and telling the guy that I was working with, my partner that day, I was like, man, listen to this. He's like, man, how are you coming up with that? You know, we're checking off a fire engine. How do you know this stuff? Like, <laughs> and it just hits me. You yeah. know? And I, and I can I can remember a song as weird. Uh, I had a song I wrote in 09, I guess, The Ghost of Eli Jones. I'd wrote almost all of it. I just never could finish it. It just was kind of like, I knew it, but it was just hanging out there. You know, I couldn't ever wrap it up. And I ended up finishing that in 2019, and that's okay. also on the album. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, I I don't have a. I do have a method. I, I use uh, kind of like end patterning as you do in poetry, right? Yeah. Where you you know you pattern your end words uh, to a pattern to, so that it all fits, and and I count syllables. Anybody that's a lead vocalist, uh, you know, sometimes it it fits really good on paper, and it doesn't sound pretty so you got to really work on right you know your timing and and how much you can put into saying it within breaths and breathing and stuff so uh count syllables and i do use in rhymes or you know in patterns and uh, but other than that like if i have trouble making a verse or something work i can go back and usually dig that up but now it just kind of hits in my head mm-hmm. now it just kind of just comes to me so um Sometimes I don't even write it down. You know, I just start playing with chords to see what yeah. I can make, you know, happen. Because I, I know what I hear in my head. Like I know where it's at, and in my brain, I just gotta transpose that to the to the guitar neck. So, um, do you you keep them the stored field, on your you keep them stored on your phone, or do you have a notebook? How do you hang on to the, the melody and, and the words until you're ready to come back to it? A little bit of both. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have. My guitar case is full of bits and pieces, okay. and, you know, I got some on my phone that, you know, sometimes I do the voice memo with the iPhone, I do the voice yeah. memo a lot, and that helps me kind of keep the tune. Um, it doesn't sound the best, but at least you got a good idea of how to 
I could be driving down the road and something hit me. And, and I was like, man, that's a good line. I'll just keep that one for later. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, but yeah, normally, uh, like this song, United, that I have coming out, that thing, I started writing it at work. We were talking about the uh, Shanksville Memorial, United Flight 93 Memorial, and my friend I was working with today, that day, he said, man, as much as you love history and songwriter and stuff, he said, I'm surprised you've never been there. And I still, to this day, have not set foot there. And, really? Uh, I really want to go, but so uh, I went, started looking at the witness accounts of that day on their website, and I was like just so moved by how you just felt like you were right there with those people that day. I mean, because every description is so vivid, it's like you can relive their footsteps right there in that moment. Yeah. And it's real to us because it's modern history, you know, so it's not like going and reading about the Civil War or the Revolution or something or, you know, the Great Depression. I mean, you know, where your grandparents were like, yeah, I remember that. Like, I remember 9-11, you know, so that's, it made it really real to me. And that's what moved me was that just in that moment, I just started thinking, I was like, man, that is just crazy, the imagery in my head. So I started writing and, you know, it ended up coming out the way it did. And that's on this record, correct? Yes, sir. That'll be released uh, August 6th. It'll come out uh, Friday, August 6th, and um, it'll be available on iTunes, Spotify, Airplay Direct, all that, and um, actually releasing it through CDX as well, CDX Nashville. So the single is being released on August 6th or the entire album? The entire album will be released October 1st. This Uh, single will drop on August 6th. Okay. And are there others on the way? Do you have other singles yet to release first? Uh, actually, I've released, uh, so, so far I've released four singles. I've released uh, Grim Reaper, which was, like I said, charted in June 4th, charted at number one on Grassicana. I've released The Ghost of Eli Jones and The House of the Lord as, uh, as a gospel release. And the House of the Lord has a music video you can check out on my YouTube channel, Caleb Bailey Music. And then I released Hard Cider, which is a pretty cool summer single about uh, making cider in uh, Virginia. So, okay, yeah. Um, that's Tells cool. a pretty cool little tale, and it's got some really hot pickers on it too, man. It's, awesome! It's a pretty cool little song. Um, but uh, yeah, and then this will be the this will actually be the I guess the fifth single. Yeah, Grim yeah. Reaper, Goes to Be Light Jones, House of the Lord, and Heart Sadder. So this will be the the fifth single, and then I'll release the whole the rest of the album. I okay. have five more yeah. five more songs that'll come out on October first okay. as a whole album. What was it like to get that call? That your uh, that the song had hit number one. Um, to be honest with you, I was a day late finding out. <laughs> really? <laughs> um, but yeah, and uh, it was kind of cool. I was uh, talking to some people about looking for publicists and stuff like that. I was in the you know middle of trying to get all that ironed out, and uh, I was talking to a gentleman and uh, named Rick Dollar, and he said, "Congrats on the number one." And I said, "What? What number one?" <laughs> he said. Well, uh, your single man, Grim Reaper, just went number one, and I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" So I, I said, "You know, I was so busy on that Friday, I just didn't look at that chart." Uh-huh. And he he said, "Yeah," he said, "It just just went number one, 153 spins." He said, "You're right above Sturgill Simpson." I was like, "You got to be kidding!" Me. Wow. So I went and looked, and sure enough, you know, and it was that same week. It was number twelve on the on the grass or on the uh, traditional chart for bluegrass today. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's just it was really nuts to to see my music, you know, on, on that level with those people. Yeah, for um, sure. 
I had been watching the charts like a hawk, too. You know, so it was like the one time you look away. <laughs> <laughs> Every week I was really dialed into, you know, if I was, was going to be able to make it. Not, the one week I don't look, it ends up popping off. At yeah. Long, so. Wow. Well, congratulations. That's awesome. I appreciate it. So, so you, I don't have a cool story to tell you about it. <laughs> I get the phone call or nothing. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so you you played played for a while and and uh, life took a different course and you stepped away and and you're you're back in music again. What what's ahead? You, how far ahead are you looking now? What are you, you uh, working well, on another um, album? You you're trying to get a tour together. What's it look like for you moving moving uh, from uh, here? Little little bit of all of that. Uh, I'm putting a band together currently. Um, Right now, I've got a, a mandolin player that's up from Reston, Virginia. Kyle Winbeck has been playing mandolin. The bass player, Brandon Kyle from uh, Grottoes, he was formerly with me with Allegheny Blue. And then um, right now, playing fiddle is a, an old-time fiddle player named Joseph Showalter. He just uh, come on with us and still kind of piecing together the, the banjo and the dobro. We'll see how that looks. Uh, got some people that have been filling in and doing well with this, but... I haven't really locked down anything 100% yet, so um, putting those pieces together right now uh, and then to, to try to book some shows. We're getting some mm-hmm. festivals and some things uh, lined up for this this fall and upcoming year. So, um, And I've got about seven songs right now uh, ready to go for the next album. So oh, I'm good. looking at okay. uh, late spring to record again. So yeah. um, if we can keep things rolling, you know, see how... See how it goes. In the but, same style uh, that that you have, currently have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I write, you know, I write what it hits me. So I've gotten some, and I like to write about. I like to tell stories and write about historical stuff too, especially from Virginia. So yeah, as you said, we're both from Virginia. I know this podcast goes worldwide, but uh, we're both from the Shenandoah Valley, and we're plagued with history here. I oh mean, man, everywhere you look is yeah. blanketed in history and. And I love being from Virginia, and I love telling the story about, you know, I, I like telling Virginia's story to other people. And I've got some really cool songs coming up in the works that tell pieces of history, like Hard Siders about Nellie's Ford, Virginia. Yeah, okay. And uh, it's a fictional story, but it tells a lot of the local history in it. And, yeah. um, you know, I like telling tales like that. So I, it's got a same, the next CD will uh, actually have some local um history in that as well in my songwriting and just tells uh got a couple story songs in there that'll um just be about you know fictional characters but love stories and of the like but yeah same kind of the same vein but new songs yeah when does it look like you'll get to get out on the road with the new band do you have some dates lined up coming up this Um, late summer yeah uh we just i've got uh at the Rockingham County Fair uh, here locally in August, and then I'll be playing in Verona. So I got a couple local shows coming up in August, and then uh, August twentieth, people can catch us at the Rockingham County Fair in Harrisonburg. And then looking uh, to hopefully uh, go visit at IBMA and try to get in touch with some promoters, you know, about uh, some festivals coming up. I just talked to uh, a gentleman today about maybe the possibility of playing a festival in October. So awesome, uh, but that's not finalized yet. So but I'll let everybody know when when we get something uh, pegged down. So yeah, yeah. Hopefully next by next year we'll be playing some some dates. Yeah, I really want to get get back into playing for my money instead of having to work so hard for. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand. 
Well, that's awesome, man. I, I am um, happy for you. It's it's cool when something like that happens, and uh, I, I hope you get to ride this for a long time. And um, I certainly appreciate you taking the time to check in with us and and help let us help you tell a little bit of your story. And we certainly wish you well with it moving forward, man. Absolutely, and I, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity as well. And I, I hope you have tremendous success with the the podcast and the magazine as well. Thank you, Caleb. Absolutely. Have a great one, Greg. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.